0: What's up, nerds? Josh and
1: Tyler here, and welcome to another episode of 30 and Nerdy Podcast.
0: This week, we are going to be talking about more nerd news during COVID-19 and suggesting
1: some more things to watch and to do during your quarantine. We're also going to be finishing up our March Nerdness Challenge and our search for Le Champion de Nerd. Here we go.
0: Because 30 and Nerdy starts
1: now.
2: It's time. To get nerdy. It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel. Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions. 30 and Nerdy is a next wave podcast and a bad cast company production. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation using the hashtag 30 Pod. Find us in the Pod Nation on podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Let us know. Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. And now your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel.
1: What's up, Nerd Nation? Welcome to the podcast where everybody knows your name. Cheers to you! Cheers to ya. This is 30 and Nerdy. I'm your host with the most, now residing in my sanctum torum in the town of Morris, the Duke of Nerdledge, the sire of the nerdy south, the sweet tea of nerdlosophy, that's right. It's me, it's me, it's that N-E-R-double-D, dt Mac. Always great to be joined by my co host, Quarantine in the Fortress of Nerditude in the town of Morris. You know him. You confide in him. He writes your prescriptions. The juicy one. The nerdtorious JLD, the PhD of Nerdology, Sergeant Sound Effect himself.
2: You can't touch this. You can't touch this.
1: Mm, Dr.
0: Davis. Can't touch this. Especially you if you haven't washed your hands.
1: Exactly. Six feet away at all times.
0: What day is it now? I've lost count. I don't know. I feel like, I look like Robin Williams in Jumanji at this point. I feel like I'm
1: stuck in some sort of alternate reality. Yeah. It feels that way, man. I mean, I, I, it's getting to me. And we talked a little bit off air. It's not, I mean, there are so many days in a row, uh, even in when I, even living in Atlanta where I, I don't go anywhere. Right. But I have the ability to go places. Just knowing
0: that you can't or mm-hmm. you shouldn't, it really makes it different. It sucks, man. And like you're in the same—you're literally like a mile and a half, two miles mm-hmm. away or so from me. And we can't—we've seen each other one time, two times since you've mm-hmm. been back because we made the decision. All right, we're not going to leave uh, because cases are starting to double in number around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just, you know, being safe. We're not panicked or anything, but we're just feeling like, you know, we don't have to work. We don't really have to go anywhere. We've got plenty of uh, supplies for now. So unless we absolutely
1: have to, we're just staying in. No one in or out. Yeah, just playing it safe. Yeah. Um, I think there's a total difference in playing it safe and panic. And obviously you can tell the difference. And we are not panicked. Right. We have actually been training as nerds for days like this, for times like this. Oh, yeah. We're, it's true. I was kind of wishing more for zombies, not a disease. But you know, you get what you get, um, <laughs> and you don't throw a fit, and you don't throw. A f- I like that. Yeah. I like that. So,
0: what's up, Doc? I am. They they canceled school for uh, about a month longer now than anticipated. Originally, the plan was that we're on spring break right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We went last week on Monday. We were out the rest of the week. We're out this week for spring break. The original plan was we would come back uh, next week. And obviously, that's not going to happen. So uh, the new date, I believe, is like April 24th. So, Do you you want my opinion? Yeah.
1: I don't think you go back this year. I
0: don't either, to be honest with you. And I know there's some of my kids listening who uh, probably
1: have mixed feelings about that. Uh, but I don't see it happening, man. Well, it's I'm just... interested to hear that. Um, I'm interested not just to hear your kids thoughts. I hope they, uh, email or messages and let us know from a student's perspective. But, you know, us being such good friends for years now and you being the years you've been a teacher, there are those moments where you're like, I, I could just use a snow day or yeah. man, you know, absolutely. I'm really, w- what does that, how does that change now, now that you, are mandated to be gone from school due to a disease, a Listen, uh, any
0: teacher that tells you that they don't appreciate a day off, <laughs> on most levels, they're, mm-hmm. they're lying. Like, we all appreciate a day off. We love our summers. We do, and I feel like we, we earn that. We deserve that.
2: Yeah.
0: But in a time like this where things are so uncertain, uh, there is a lot of hype about what's going on, rightly so. Uh, some scary stories, Uh, especially if you're looking at some things that have happened in other countries, Mm. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult time for everybody. And also not knowing, you know, that my kids are okay. Are they getting enough to eat? Are they, you know, are they safe? That's the hardest part about it. And just not getting to have that closure of the year with them. Potentially Mm -hmm. it is, it's difficult. It's really hard. Uh, and I think, Probably every teacher
1: that you know would would say the same thing. That now uh, maybe both teachers and students have taken that time, yeah, together in the past for granted, and now it, it it'll be, you know, a lot more positive moving forward when you when things do start back because then you start to think about like the seniors and their prom mm-hmm. and their graduation ceremonies oh, yeah. and project Terrible. graduation stuff like that. Um, you really start to feel for them. Um, but I think as we've talked. I think positivity will come out of this. Uh, it's I a scary too. time. Uh, but moving forward, we will now hopefully have positive contingencies um, in place uh, for people like students and teachers and gatherings and stuff like that. So, But it has been tough. Uh, I know it's been tough for a lot of people out there, and that's why we're here. We're here mm-hmm. to entertain and take your mind off of it and talk nerdy with you for a while and... And we hope that you enjoy your time with us. You
0: know, we uh, we really appreciate being a, a part of your weekly routine. If you're one of our weekly listeners, we really appreciate that, and mm-hmm. we're glad that you uh, you join in with us for you know an hour, a couple hours to just talk about all these things that we love so much, and uh, hopefully it does help you
1: uh, get your mind off of things during this uncertain time. So some of the things we've been doing is we have a scheduled hour every day, of a Monopoly game. And it's been ongoing for the past few days. Just an hour out of every day, we play Monopoly as a family. And when that hour's up, we uh, paperclip all of our stuff together and walk away until the next day. And it's been kind of cool. It's been cool. I currently, obviously, am kicking butt. Um, Oh,
0: good. I was expecting no one would
1: be winning. Yes. I have a... I'm, I'm very strategic when it comes to it you've got to you know get your corners have a have one of at least every color um it's it's a really cool thing though that we're doing i love the monopoly moments during this um uh during dinner we are uh still in our binge watch as a family of Grey's anatomy catching dad up so that's a lot of fun um but other than that like mom and nolan are online you know they're still doing teacher stuff from you know, online, uh, Nolan's got his room set up as a classroom kind of. He's got really he's got this cool painting. Uh, I think he's got the best backdrop in his his school system. Um, and mom's been in uh, online meetings, so it's really making everybody stop and change the game. And it's really interesting to see how what can go on and what can't go on in these times. And uh, it's cool to see. As scary as it is, it's cool to see the country evolving its plans mm-hmm. to keep certain things going on. But I have a couple of fun little games here. Okay, okay. Uh, not just for you. Um, if you're listening, uh, I want you to play along as well while you're listening. And if you're not to this, listening, then you can't play. Exactly. We'll take our game and go home. Yeah. So you got a pen and pa- paper with you? I always have. Always. That. Always prepared you are. So if you're listening to this, these next two games that I'm going to play with Josh online, on, on, on the airwaves here, um, I want you to do the same and send in your answers. This first game is uh, the movie fan scorecard. Okay? So I need you to put a check for everything that's a yes. Okay, J.D.? So am I just going to count how many checks I have? At the end, yes. You'll count how many checks, and I will tell you what my answer was. Okay, I'm just going to do... I'm going to do tally marks then. Tally marks are fine too. Because uh, technically each yes is one point. Okay. And there's 20 questions. Okay. 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 Ready? Yep. Gone to a midnight movie. Okay. Gone to a movie on a first date. Okay. Seen a movie 10 times. Uh,
0: Like in theaters or just at all?
1: Just at all. Oh, okay. Made a movie. Uh, okay. Snuck into a movie. Uh, okay. Watched three movies in one day. Okay. Entered an Oscars pool. Okay. Tweeted about a movie. Okay. Met a movie star. All right. Seen a film with subtitles. Okay. Dressed as a movie character on Halloween. Okay. Had a movie-themed party. Okay. Quoted a scene from a movie. Okay. Listened to a movie soundtrack. All right. Seen a movie in a foreign country. Okay. Seen a movie on opening night. Uh Uh-huh. Seen every best picture winner from the past year. Uh Uh-huh. Named a pet after a movie character. Okay. Bought memorabilia from a movie. Um, okay. And watched a movie outdoors. Okay. What is your total? 17. Ah, you beat me by one. Yeah, uh, was I... 16 out of 20.
0: I have not seen a m- movie in a foreign country.
1: No, me neither. I
0: have not entered an Oscar pool. Mm-mm. I have not seen all of the best of
1: movies. I think that was it. I have uh, not. Also, I can't remember what my other one wasn't. But I played this last week. This was tweeted out by the Oscars Twitter. Um, uh, Or two weeks ago. uh, They tweeted out and said, well, if quarantine's coming your way, here's a game to play. (laughs) And I was like, that's smart. (laughs) Uh, And it rhymed. So I respect that. Uh please if you listened if you stood through that and listened to that game play that back do your own tally marks your own checks and let us know what your score is out of 20. Uh I'll be interested to see um especially those who have seen a movie in a foreign country. I want to hear those stories. Yeah, I want to know about that. Uh so I have another little game for you. Uh you I don't have, have to write games. anything down. Oh okay. All right. So This quiz is, who is the best Spider-Man when it comes to? And I have 11 things here, okay? Oh, boy. Who is the best Spider-Man when it comes to? Peter Parker. Tom Holland. Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Fight scenes. Uh probably tom holland web swinging action
0: um i really like toby mcguire for that one
1: mm-hmm. supporting cast tom holland okay acting ability probably tom holland yeah best written love interest Uh, Andrew Garfield Mm -hmm. movie as a whole Tom Holland iconic comic book panel replication
0: ooh Tobey Maguire
1: I guess theme song Tobey Maguire and fitting actor for the role, Tom Holland. All right, so Tom basically almost swept it for you. Yeah, and I think I had the same answers for you. Web swinging and fights, though. I thought Garfield's.
0: That one was uh, a yeah. That one was a toss up for me. Uh, I really like Andrew Garfield a lot. So
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so those are the two mini games, and I wanted to talk about this last week. So. Before the quarantine and before all this um, happened, me and Logan uh, took uh, – Peyton went with us, and so did the kids. We went on a uh, memorabilia day. uh he pop had some hunt? Pops, he had some pops to look for and to swap out and uh, some stuff to trade in at GameStop. So I went along with them. We also went to a comic book store. And I bought Detective Comics number 1,000 mm-hmm. from Kevin Smith. Yes. Now, there's a lot of confusion out there on where the the new Batman emblem comes from in the small segment we saw with Pattinson's Batman mm-hmm. from Matt Reeves' movie. And in this comic book, it is answered. Kevin Smith took this route, and there's an entire two-page paneling of him melting down the guns that killed his – the gun that killed his parents. Mm-hmm melting it down and forming it into his bat signal in a new bat suit. Wow. And his words were, the, the machine that destroyed my life will now signify the protections of others. So that's where Matt Reeves is, dive, is digging from. So that. Kevin
0: Smith came up with that,
1: Yes, Kevin Smith. And wow. I highly recommend Detective Comics 1000. It's got almost every villain in it in some form or fashion. Um. There's
0: you know, also on, sorry, yes on uh, Fat Man Beyond that just came out like last week. Kevin mm-hmm. was talking about writing for Batman, and he talked about how he always likes to put Poison Ivy with Batman. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love Kevin Smith.
1: <laughs> You're a fan of that. I am. <clears throat> also, in our, it's like nerds all over the country are not good with quarantine. I've started noticing Um, because, I mean, you know, we've we've talked about all the things that are being put off and every day it seems like some other movie production has added its name to the list. Like Wonder Woman's been pushed Mm -hmm. back to August recently Um, and even early releases like Onward, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, Invisible Man have been early released to like streaming services. Voodoo, yeah. And stuff Onward, like
0: that. Onward will be on Disney Plus uh, April second, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I don't hate it. It kind of shows how long they truly wait to give it to us after it's done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but there is this massive poll been going on in the nerdiverse, if you will, the worst MCU movies. Oh, it's top three, and the two titles. That are in, that are in the majority, are Thor the Dark War- Dark World and Iron Man Three. The third title is Back and Forth. Um, but you know what shocked me the most in seeing people's answers and their justifications? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of nerd men out there who truly do not have the respect for Captain Marvel she deserves. Wow. I have seen, and, and we're nerds, you know, we know what it's like to be picked on, to be bullied, uh, to be, you know, spoken out against. It shocked me, man, it truly shocked me, and somewhat broke my heart to see all the hate for Captain Marvel, and one, I I, I did not get in a Twitter fight, I did not do that, Um But I got a direct message after putting my opinion on all the Captain Marvel hate. I got Uh, a direct message from one that um, truly kind of broke my heart. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to say the name. Um, It's not a podcast. It's just a person. I got a direct message from a nerd who believes that the movie and some of her comics prove... That women should not be at the forefront of comic book culture.
0: Holy cow!
1: Yeah, I obviously had issue with that. Uh, I did not answer. I felt that I would answer in a very emotional, mean manner, <laughs> um, because that's not how we feel. Yeah. The cool thing about we feel about nerd culture and comic book culture and 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 its entirety is welcome to all
0: yeah
1: you know no matter your 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 race your creed your gender no matter your orientation it's welcome to all that's what i love about nerd culture and i have to share that and i know that sounds so sad and so negative but i had to share that story because i was like wow it's kind of unbelievable it is um but I i just thought it was sad I cannot remember. The majority, I think the third worst was Thor 1. What? So, yeah. Thor that's 1 and Thor 2 talk, were man. in people, this, this least favorite. People uh, Thor are 1, crazy. I know. Thor 2, Thor 1, and uh, Iron Man 3 were the top three most voted least favorite MCU movies. Oh, and that's in a on. world with Incredible Hulk. I mean, that was not at the top. actually. Look, I, I recently
0: went back and watched all three of the Thor movies, uh, just because I just felt like doing it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it'd been a while since I'd seen Thor two. It's sort of unimpressive when you stack it against everything else. So I sort of get that, but I thought that Thor two was still better than Ant-Man and the Wasp.
1: Oh, I would agree. I would, I would, uh, completely agree. Um, I was going to talk about this and what you're watching, but uh, I will uh, at least discuss this aspect of it. We finally finished, me and Maddie finally finished her journey through the MCU. Mm-hmm. And the only two movies that she fell asleep in out of the 23 were Ant-Man movies. Uh She just did not grasp them. Like, she grasped them. She got it. She's like, it's fun, I guess. But they just weren't intriguing enough to hold her attention mm-hmm. the whole span of the movie. Those are yeah. the only two movies she fell asleep in: was Ant Man and Ant Man and Wasp. I
0: really liked the first Ant Man, uh, and I didn't dislike Ant Man and the Wasp. It just was kind of underwhelming for me. Uh, but mm-hmm. I really like Paul Rudd, so I enjoy him yeah. for that reason alone.
1: So. Agreed. Um, i you know we talk about it a lot. I, I'm shocked that Scott Lang was the beginning of our Ant-Man. I know that they have Pym. He's older. uh, But I I thought thought it was interesting when they first said Paul Rudd was going to be Scott Lang's Ant-Man because where he came from. But I think he's grown into his own in the role, and he's grown into the universe, if you will. He's grown into the fact that he is in this universe of these big-time names as his Ant-Man. So Mm. I think he's done well. I've enjoyed him. But uh, I, I was shocked to see these top three least favorite. I was I was really shocked uh, to see them. So last week, uh, what did we discuss, JD? Well, we had round two of our March
0: Nerdness uh, tournament. That's right. Mm-hmm. March Madness was canceled, but not March Nerdness. It's never canceled, no. people. Not ever. Not never. And again, there were some major upsets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange coming out on top against Iron Man. Couldn't believe that.
1: My well, I think My girl. you're still holding some vindictive feelings towards Doctor Strange. You
0: know, I'm. I like Doctor Strange, but I have definitely grown to respect him after this mm-hmm. because not only did he take out Hawkeye, then Spider Man, but then he took out Deadpool as well. Hmm. Um,. No, he didn't take out so Hawkeye. No, uh,
1: he took out Spider-Man, Deadpool. He took out
0: Spider-Man, and then Deadpool and Iron Man.
1: And then Iron Man. Wow. I think that he has gained respect, but I also think that he is being... People are leaning on his sorcery a little too much. I don't think it's everything. Well, he is the Sorcerer Supreme, you know. I guess we'll just have to find out. Uh... In this last episode, if, yeah. he, if he is the Supreme Champion. Le he Champion. Is, he's taken on Captain Marvel, so it's going to be he really is. exciting. Uh, and you can find all of our episodes anywhere, uh, over the rainbow, pretty much. Uh, and I have to say this, uh, you know, this is kind of a PSA. Some of our listeners are on YouTube. Um, and I did not realize uh, how many of our listeners were on YouTube when making the decision to switch our YouTube account to like an archive base, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of running it as a, at the end of each month, I would upload the previous month to our YouTube in like a batch upload. I did not realize that that keeps a lot of our listeners behind. So I, I definitely apologize for that. Moving forward, it will be released same time. Actually, YouTube will probably release a couple hours before. Uh, other podcast platforms. So again, if you're a YouTube listener, I'm very sorry. It will not happen again. Uh, Moving forward, we we will go back to your regular scheduled programming. That is, if two nerds like us would ever be considered regular scheduled programming. I don't think we're regular, but we're definitely not scheduled, and we're not programming. So we're just going to go back to being what we were on YouTube. Again, apologies. Uh, Hope you're enjoying it. But, yeah, I just wanted to say that to our YouTube listeners, so, again, sorry.
0: With all that said, I think it's time for you to
1: talk nerdy to me. Mm, talk nerdy. Came up with a nerd vocabulary word. I'm going to talk nerdy to you. Nerdsploitation. <laughs> this is a serious issue, J.D., do not giggle. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is a moment in film where nerds are exploited. For a humorous purpose. It's seriously becoming a problem. A big moment of nerd exploitation came in the movie Grease, if you saw Grease. Eugene was obviously a nerd. But the main characters and the quote-unquote popular characters always picked on him. But then, there's another movie where nerd exploitation begins like Revenge of the Nerds. But, in the long run, it teaches you why you do not want to take advantage of a nerd.
0: Yeah, I think Big Bang Theory should be included mm-hmm. in that as well. They, Absolutely.
1: It's like my favorite show
0: of all time, but they definitely poke fun at a lot of the mm-hmm. nerd things. Nerd but.
1: culture. It's exploitation, And it is something that needs to stop. Stop it right now. Cut it out. So why don't we go to your favorite segment. And it is called... Watch You Watch, watch, it. You watch it. So, Josh, I would imagine that you were when I think of what you're watching, week in and week out, and, and I think of the doc, I think it's Frozen 2, Frozen 2, Frozen 2, and some WWE documentary. Um, well, you
0: know what? You're almost right on it there. I actually mm-hmm. uh, watched Frozen 2 first thing this morning, promptly mm-hmm. followed by Frozen 1. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, And I did want to talk about a wrestling documentary, but not WWE, actually. Um, There is this, uh, there's a a channel on YouTube called Vice, and they have their own, it's like a a cable uh, channel as well, Yes, but Vice. So you can go to vicetv.com, and last year they started this wrestling documentary series called The Dark Side of the Ring and it was spectacular uh they did the montreal screw job they did macho man and miss elizabeth they did uh, bruiser brody you know bruiser brody was murdered in the locker room uh in puerto rico he was mm-hmm. stabbed to death okay mm-hmm. so they did documentaries on that it was really good they did this cool effect where they sort of show you reenactments of certain moments but it's very much just silhouettes of people, but they get people the same frame and everything, dress them up to look like them, but you never really see their face. And it's kind of blurry. It's really, really creative. Uh, so they're coming back with season two and they just released the Chris Benoit story Ooh. and they did a two part, uh, bit on that. And oh my God, dude, it is incredible. Uh, we all know about the, uh, Chris Benoit tragedy this Mm -hmm. gives you some insight to some of the people who were very closely involved uh chris jericho is on it they interview vicky guerrero and chava guerrero you know because chris benoit and eddie guerrero were very very close so there's a lot about eddie in this as well they get chris benoit's older son david who really has not spoken out at all ever about all this uh he's on there Nancy Benoit's sister, she's on it. It's amazing, dude. And it's such an emotional story. There are a couple times when they talked about, you know, Eddie Guerrero, I I got a little choked up watching it, but it's really good. And I know I say this about every wrestling documentary I bring up, but you don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this. You really don't. Uh especially if you're someone who is into like crime and and murder shows like like Becky, she'll probably enjoy this. I'm I'm going to ask her to watch it with me. Mm-hmm. Um highly highly recommend it just I, I can't I can't give it any higher praise it's just unbelievable. Uh beyond wow. that actually we started watching this show The Lego Masters. You've heard about this, right? yeah Lego it's gonna, Masters. Uh, Will Arnett is the Will host. Arnett is the host. Yeah, it's very good. These people are some of the most creative and inventive people i've ever seen they get these weird uh themes and they have like 10 hours to build some sort of lego set and some of them have to move you know with me i have to have the instructions to build my lego Mm -hmm. these people they draw it out they go and pick up however many pieces they think they need and they build these incredible lego uh structures just unbelievable they on one episode they build a, a bridge Mm-hmm. And they have to put actual weight on the bridge, and two people, two groups had Lego bridges that held a thousand pounds. Holy crap! That's unbelievable. I,
1: I I didn't know what to do. So that's that's what I've got this week. Huh. Well, uh, as I've said, when I can pry the TV away from Grey's Anatomy binge watching, um, uh. Impractical Practical Jokers' newest season is still going on; it's still fantastic. It's phenomenal. Um, Ghost Adventures' new season is terrifying. They've really caught some fantastic uh, evidence in this this new season. That I don't know how you can second guess that there is paranormal life out there. Um, and I finally saw it too recently. I had not watched Chapter Two in the theaters. I was upset that I missed out on it. It's real. It's good. I like it. Um, I know there's a lot of It fans and horror fans and Stephen King fans out there that were upset that they split it into two chapters instead of one back and forth movie. They still do the back and forth in this movie. Um, I think the adult casting was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was so good and so believable that these kids grew up to be these adults.
0: I am not a horror fan at all mm. but I did enjoy the first uh chapter so I will
1: definitely check this out when I can. And uh you know I talked about Maddie and me finishing the road so far if you will uh but it, that popped a uh an idea in my head. We now don't know when the next MCU film co- will come out. Yeah. It's We're true. At, we are at a time in entertainment with what's going on that we don't know if they're going to say black widow will go to Disney plus, if it's postponed indefinitely, if it's maybe later in the summer, but we are now at a, a precipice where, uh, we don't know when our next MCU thing will be. And that's kind of sad because now that uh, we just finished in game and she thought it was fantastic. You know, she bawled her eyes out. Um, as well as so did we. <laughs> she uh, texted me after and she said that Jarvis is her favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she mentioned that to me. I said, Jarvis or Vision? She said, no, Jarvis. Not Vision. Jarvis. Said, huh. Okay. I, did, she I, I, catch, I, did she catch Did
0: she catch uh, Howard Stark getting in the limo? She and did. Saying okay, good.
1: She did. She caught that. Uh, it's been enjoyable to go back, but it also showed me that I was like, oh, darn. We don't know when the next thing will be. So sad, sad time. uh, It is sad times for a nerd. Um, and there's some other, uh, hashtag COVID quarantine is what I'm calling it. Uh, here's some more recommendations for me. And if you have recommendations for us during the quarantine, let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to that and we'll talk about it. I definitely think you should watch the show soundtrack on Netflix. It's fantastic. There's one season right now, so you'll get through it during this time. Listen to the new podcast, AEW Unrestricted. Not for kids, but it is fantastic stuff. Uh, play Quantum Break. It's a video game. It's on Xbox Game Xbox Game Pass now. And have, Did you ever play that, JD? I uh, wanted to, but I never did. It is a cross between a video game and a movie. And mm. it's starring Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. as the bad guy. And Iceman himself, uh, Bobby. I can never remember the... The actor from the X Men, Sean universe, Ashmore, Sean Ashmore as the main character hero. It's really fun. A lot of uh, manipulation of time and stuff like that. Uh, you are some kind of uh, uh, law enforcement officer who has been framed, and it's really cool. Instead of when they go into their like story tr- story segments that aren't video game, it's a movie with lo- real people as opposed to like CGI. Mm-hmm. So it's, re- it's really cool. Uh, it's a really cool premise. And I would definitely still recommend reading Kevin Smith's Detective Comics number 1000. Uh, beautiful Batman story. Beautiful DC story. And just uh, well done. And I wish that he would write more. I do. Um, anything other suggestions? Podcasts? Hey, yeah. there. Uh, you actually sent me the link. There's a new
0: podcast for marvel you've talked a lot about mm-hmm. the wolverine podcast that you really enjoyed uh they've got a new one called marvels and it's actually about the fantastic four facing off with galactus and this episode uh the first one was just about uh like the media the uh, this guy this a reporter and uh he's you're hearing his perspective of when galactus comes to earth mm-hmm. um so it was really good really interesting highly recommend that again it's marvels and it's a podcast from Marvel.
1: I enjoy it. I listened to the first episode on my uh my walk yes uh two days ago and I enjoy it um it's uh it's cool. I know that I have stoked the ego of the Wolverine podcast. I hope that more Wolverine comes out, but this is a good you know. This is a good one to listen to while we're waiting for a new Wolverine season. Yeah. Um, did you notice who the reporter is that he's working with?
0: Uh, It's Method Man, isn't
1: it? Yes, he's voiced by him. But it's Ben from Daredevil. He's working yeah. with Ben, and it's voiced by Method Man. Yeah, it's crazy. Which we know Method Man's a nerd. Yeah. He's been very vocal and, and some nerd stuff. But I definitely uh, would piggyback off of that, I highly recommend Marvel's and going back to do Wolverine a few times. So, uh, with that being said, why don't we go into some nerd
2: news?
1: (laughs) Quite a bit happening in the world of nerd uh, this week, as well as previous weeks with quarantine going on. uh, This first bit, Evangeline Evangeline Lily MCU's Wasp if you don't know her by acting name, is under a lot of mass scrutiny lately. She has been very vocal on anti-quarantine because it apparently slams against our rights. She chooses freedom over self-quarantine. Thoughts? Uh,
0: At the risk of sounding uh, too political or anything, uh, shame on her. Uh, This is uh, something that needs to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, She does have the right to freedom but she does not have the right to potentially get people sick Mm -hmm. so she needs to uh rethink her choices and i'm surprised that disney has not spoken out about this uh since she i guess it would be under some sort of a disney contract surely you know they have been doing their best to do everything right they closed the parks they've delayed things they're still paying all of their people which is awesome of course they can afford to do that (laughs) but uh that's not a good look at all so uh shame on you evangeline lilly yeah so hey how about this rosario dawson has been cast as ahsoka in Mandalorian season two and this mm. is excellent like fan service casting this is one of those dream castings that you hear about on the internet Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka she's the right age that Ahsoka would be uh during this time she's I think she's gonna be awesome dude and I thought that they had already wrapped Mandalorian
1: season two so I guess she's already done her bit and they're just and now talking just secretive. about it
0: yeah yeah
1: I mean, Favreau and Disney, they've been so good at keeping it all under wraps while filming, which is great, which is how it should be. Um, I'm I'm a fan of this. Um, I know that you and Logan are massive Ahsoka fans. Definitely. Um, I've enjoyed her in Clone Wars. Uh, look forward to seeing what's come of her in Rebels as well as... Uh, this newest season of Clone Wars. Well, they uh, just
0: they just brought her back into the uh, the new season of Clone Wars. Oh, they're doing. This past Friday was her episode. It was awesome. So, Ahsoka is a fan favorite. And mm-hmm. I think this is a great idea. Give the fans what they want. Mandalorian's already popular.
1: This is just going to make people love it even more, I think. And you know, with that comes the news that there's going to be some massive lightsaber action in Season 2. Yeah. Um, I can see her and Moff Gideon going one-on-one. That would be cool. Darksaber versus her with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's going to be very very interesting. Uh, With with the fail of Doolittle, which we've talked about, but with the fail of it, it has been rumored that Disney has discussed a bigger return for RDJ to the MCU with some projects that will still take place before his death in Endgame. Some suggestions have been an Iron Man four, an Iron Heart Disney Plus series, or another team up somehow with Spidey that happened after Homecoming, or even another appearance in multiverse storylines. He has even been willing to drop his asking price. Some reports out of MSN state that one of his conditions is to has to Tom Holland has to be involved.
0: Aw, well, which is sweet.
1: Good. They've kind of become uh, family. Like Offset. You well, see a sh- lot of them shows. hanging out together.
0: It shows in their uh, scenes together. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if they want to do something prequel, fine. Sure, I guess. I'm I'm there for that. Or a multiverse thing. I'm down. I feel like, and I have this concern with Black Widow as well. Since it's before Endgame, the stakes are really not that high because we know how
1: everything's going to turn out, right? Don't you feel like? I do, but if you want my honest opinion, man, I think I know how you feel about bringing them back Mm post-Endgame, but I also think it's comic books. It happens in comic books all the time. It happens in animated movies and shows all the time. I would not be shocked if they both come back post-Endgame. I really won't, Um, especially with the fail of (laughs) Doolittle. I mean, I don't think he wants to... (laughs) Uh, that to be his you know, not that he's any close to retiring, but
0: I just don't know, man, I feel like it makes that ten year build up to end game, I feel like it makes the payoff mean so much
1: less if if they just walk right back into everything um well, maybe maybe wait a while if they're willing to wait two more phases before they're resurrected, oh gosh, that wouldn't be too bad, you know, it'd be like years have gone by um. I don't know. I just, I'm starting to think less and less on the impact of what it meant. I think it'll still mean something in Endgame if down the line, because it is, I started to realize it is comic books. I mean, we see people, no, acronym for Nerd here, in the comic book world, no one's ever really dead. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I have mixed emotions. Um, I would see Widow coming back before Iron Man, though, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, how about this? Kevin Feige is in talks with Sony on co-production of a Spider-Woman film in the MCU. With that being said, Sony is bought into increasing their Venomverse with making movies about the comics following a hero named Solo and movies based on Wolfman. Um, You're the Spider-Verse person. Have oh you ever my. read those? No, not not mm. at all. Uh I like the idea of Spider Woman. I don't really care so much about all the rest of that stuff. Uh, who the heck is Solo and Wolfman? <laughs> I don't know,
1: man. I Only solo know. I know exactly. Harrison Ford. <laughs> 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 you dang straight. <laughs> um Spider Woman. Uh you know who I would like to see play Spider Woman? Who's that? Amelia Clark. Oh, okay. Daenerys uh, Targaryen Khaleesi. Yeah, I think I, it be good. I could see that. I could see that. That would mm-hmm. be a good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Marvel and Stitcher, we talked about, have released a new scripted podcast called Marvels. Now, the funny thing about this, that's also going with it, is the anti-mutant hate. Is going? Have, did you pick up on that on your first listen through? I think I need to listen to it again. I did yes. not hear that. There is. They have already. Introduce this Mutants for peace. They're mutants. I can't. I can't understand why Reed Richards would want to work with them. They're freaks. They're, and I was like, oh man, like this just reminded me so much of. I mean, it's perfect time for it. I mean, that storyline will never grow old. The mutant storyline, don't you think? I agree. Because in this world today, stuff like that still happens. Uh, so, uh, WB is being slapped with a lawsuit by Rothschild Broadcast Distribution Systems for a software patent infringement in relation to the WWE Network. The patent in question refers to the basic function of subscription streaming video services. The lawsuit was filed in the United States District Court for the District of Delaware. No official amount of damages has been named at the time, and the suit is still ongoing.
0: Cindy Goodman of The Daily Fix, uh, one of Tyler's uh, nerd crushes, Mm. broke down why Sony and Microsoft are trying to wait each other out on price announcement with the cancellation of E3. She went on to explain that the PS5 will be cheaper in the long run because it will use a smaller and cheaper RAM OS. And due to this, only a few of the top 100 PS4 titles will be backwards compatible with PS5.
1: I think that's going to hurt them in the long run. I do too. I do too. Um, but I mean, Sidney Goodman could say there's an asteroid heading to our planet and I would be like, you know what? It's okay, Sidney Goodman. <laughs> I uh, love and respect your opinion. <laughs> uh, I, in all honesty, man, I think, you know, we both will own both systems eventually. Uh huh. That's just who we are. Yeah. Um, especially with. They still, even though things are starting to cross platform a lot with like Battle Royal games becoming popular, you can play with your friends who don't have the same system as you. Like, I have an Xbox One, Logan has a PS4 that he plays Fortnite on, but mm-hmm. we play together. That mm-hmm. is popular, mm-hmm. but there will still be a drive for exclusive games to each system. Yep. Which makes people have to own eat both systems. Have you heard any price rumors? Because I've heard. The new Xbox is going to be stupid expensive.
0: I haven't heard much about it. Um,
1: but I've heard anywhere between the six and $700 range. Jeez.
0: Yeah, I'll be waiting a while on that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, those exclusives get me every time because I have always been an Xbox guy pretty much and through, but The Last of Us was the main reason that mm-hmm. I had to have a, a PS4. Yeah,
1: agreed. Yeah.
0: All Elite Wrestling has had a big week. Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper from the WWE, has made himself known as the Exalted One. Uh, also, the Elite's new tag member is none other than the Broken One, Matt Hardy. And with that, uh, here's the breakdown on views or uh, the uh, viewership from the live broadcast AEW versus NXT. So, AEW had 932,000 viewers while NXT had 542,000. It's a big difference, guys. It's
1: a big difference. Yes! Wonderful! Uh,
0: Matt Hardy is deleting the viewers from NXT, Mm. I guess.
1: I think AEW itself is deleting the viewership of NXT. Yeah,
0: that's
1: true. So, final bit of news here. The already struggling retail chain of GameStop uh, had found its way in the middle of a PR nightmare recently t- while telling its employees that even through state and city lockdowns, to prevent the spread of COVID-19, it would remain open. Uh, the, last week, the higher-ups sent out a memo to its employees stating, and I quote... Due to the products we carry that enable and enhance our customers' experience in working from home, we believe that GameStop is classified as essential retail, and therefore is able to remain opened during this time of enforced closures. End quote. Employees, citizens, nerds, other businesses took to the internet to let it be known how awful that was, and now a week later they are shutting down. Thoughts? GameStop, do you know what happens? Do you know what happens when you don't close down your stores in the
0: middle of a pandemic? You know what? You just made the list. Mm. And listen, I used to work at GameStop. I'm a former employee. I worked at GameStop off and on for about three or four years. And I can tell you wholeheartedly, they are all about the money, okay? Uh, You do not matter to GameStop.
1: Your money matters to GameStop. Uh, That is proof in the the pudding is how much they give you for trade-in yeah like you could have bought the new wwe game when it came out finished it a week later take it back we'll give you three dollars
0: i do not shop at gamestop unless i
1: just absolutely have to well Uh, and we're uh, nerds man but essential retail really yeah really GameStop. Uh, I don't know
0: about that. And and with the fact that there's streaming capabilities for games now and mm-hmm. buying things online and all that, nobody's going to risk getting out into all the germs just to go and pick up a physical copy of Borderlands 2,
1: you know? So <laughs> Okay, say you were the first customer to walk in when GameStop opened that day. Okay? You checked out, you picked up and looked at Five different games in consideration. You put them back and wound up not buying. Now, do you think that they went through and wiped down those five games? Absolutely not. Nope. Absolutely not. That is how things spread, people.
0: (laughs) So the moral of the story here is GameStop uh, managers, uh, game advisors, as the official title is known, uh, employees at GameStop, uh, stay home mm. nobody needs your 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 germy video games close mm. the stores down let's get this thing over with stay at home mm. wash your dang hands and let's get with the program mm. and with that that is the end of your nerd news. need a commercial how about a promotional video for your upcoming event or production let the coolest cats in town take care of you. The professionals at Freddy Cat have the knowledge, ability, and experience to serve all of your visual marketing needs. They do feature films, documentaries, corporate videos, commercials, music videos, and weddings. You can reach Freddy Cat Productions at 423 231 2839 or at FreddyCatProductions.com. Wonder Soul, Wonder Soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Winter Soul a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real-life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics
1: and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter
0: and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So
1: do good and take care. Encore Theatrical Company is a volunteer-based regional community theater that uses the power of the arts in live performances, education, and various creative outlets to cultivate and enhance the quality of life in the Lakeway community and the East Tennessee region. There is always something going on at Encore, from plays, musicals, camps, classes, community outreach, and most of all, fun. You can follow Encore Theatrical Company on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, get all your information on what's going down at Encore Theatrical Company at www.etcplays.org or by calling 423-318-8331. Come see what the rest of 2020 has to offer. Five women wearing the same dress, Pippin, Frozen Jr., and even Elf the Musical. Come see what's going on here, where it's not just theater, it's Encore.
0: If that doesn't get you amped up, then I just don't know what will we're
1: airboxing as we
0: speak. Running up and down the stairs, ready to go, because we are back, and it is time for us too on the finals of mm. the March Nerdness Tournament. It's been unbelievable. It's, it's been crazy. It's been heartbreaking at times. Mm. But here we are. We're going to pick out our DC Hero Champion. We're going to pick out our DC villain champion. We're going to pick out a Marvel hero champion and a Marvel villain champion. Then those two will face off against one another, and then we will have our last round: greatest hero versus greatest villain for the mm. chance to be
1: Le Champion of Nerdledge of
0: Nerd. So, so and get a little
2: bit of the bubbly.
0: So before we get to that, let's kind of talk a little bit about some of the things we've seen on the bracket up to this point. Maybe, perhaps some some biggest upsets, some most exciting
1: matchups. You might say. I mean I, I don't think that it's hard pressed to know who your biggest <laughs> upset is. You've been pretty vocal about how let down you are, and I wanted to just say, JD, that I feel for you. I really do. I'm sad for you i'm empathetic i'm sympathetic i'm all the thetics for you it's a disaster um it's something that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy but i don't think
0: that um, you really do understand because your favorite guy has made it through to this point batman is is still in this
1: thing you're right i really don't give a crap how you feel (laughs) because batman baby is in the elite eight (laughs) do you feel good about yourself do you... I feel good about Batman. I haven't felt good about myself in years, JD. You know that. <laughs> as long as you feel good about Batman, though. I hey. do. Hey,
0: how about this? Uh also we have the fact that the Green Goblin has made it this far. Green Goblin That's he beat shock. He beat That's... Doc Ock. He beat Doctor Doom. <laughs> That's where
1: I started to question some Brainwaves of some people.
0: I just don't. And I don't get mean it. to
1: sound rude, but Doctor Doom losing to Green Goblin—that's a joke. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't either, man. I really don't. Especially if you've read Doctor Doom, if you've watched Doctor Doom. I mean, at one point he even becomes God Doom and punches through Thanos' chest. I mean, <laughs> Doctor Doom, people. Ugh. On the other side of things, though, some
0: really exciting matches we saw. uh, Wolverine versus Cyclops. I really want to see that happen. That that would be epic. Absolutely Mm. incredible.
1: That's something that we need to see. So, all of you, Kevin Smith, if you're listening, (laughs) go write this for Marvel. (laughs) Cyclops versus Wolverine. And I don't want no buddy cop. I don't want them to start. Out. I don't want no Martha moment. I want one of them to wind up dead. This I don't has want got mar- to answer the question. Okay, there's not going to be some ultimate bad guy that they wind up. I mean, they, this is they're the bad guy to each other. I want that. I want an indefinite end to that fight. Wow, I don't
0: want a Martha moment. He said. <laughs> uh, what else?
1: What are some other uh, big? Um, You know, I think that a massive takeaway from this is the excitement that there would be. Um, For instance, like Thanos versus Loki. We have seen that play out in the MCU recently, and it did not end well for Loki. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And he is, that matchup is now in our Elite Eight. It's crazy. So, I wonder if that is is the basis for how this matchup has gotten this far. Like, are people, like, were they planning, like, absolutely has to be Thanos versus Loki in the Elite Eight. Did it happen by chance? Was it kismet that we now see Loki versus Thanos part two? I think the whole thing is a big conspiracy. Oh my gosh, it may be. But you know what?
0: I think that uh, I'm ready to find out. Who, who takes it all the way here? Who our champion is? I want to know. Okay. So how about we get to it?
2: Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble!
1: All right. All right. <laughs> As you know, I have been excited for this month in general, JD, so now knowing that we are at the finals, we're at that that finish line, that mile marker where you know this is your last run, you push it all till the end, you gotta get there, I'm stoked, I'm excited, and I'm already out of breath just thinking about it. <laughs> so... We've recapped. This is what our Elite Eight looks like, all right? And obviously, even though there's nothing going on, there's no Marvel versus DC, ulterior motive here at the show. It's believed to be, but there's not. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. I'll talk about DC, where we are now, and and J.D. will take the Marvel, where we are now. So why don't I take it first? Our Elite Eight is monumental. Because on the Final Four side of the DC Universe, we are seeing Batman versus Dr. Fate and Doomsday versus the God of War himself, Ares. These are both very exciting matchups. Very exciting matchups. We
0: have your favorite guy here Mm. on one end,
1: we have a god on the other, Mm. a Lord of Order, and a literal killing machine that. If he dies, he comes back learning a lesson from the previous fight, and that becomes an invulnerability.
0: Doomsday versus Ares, man. That, that's like the old uh, irresistible force meeting the mm. immovable
1: object right there. It is. This is Hogan meets Andre the Giant. Ooh. Chills. They're, they're multiplying, and I'm losing control. Why don't you the, use... the power that doomsday <laughs> and Ares are supplying it's electrifying. <laughs> electrify uh, why don't you get why don't you give us the the, the lay of the land in the in, in the Marvel universe so on the hero end here we
0: have uh, dr. Strange who I have grown to respect so much uh, throughout <laughs> this tournament he every time he gets me and uh, on the uh, other end his opponent here is going to be Captain Marvel. So that would, that would that's an epic matchup there. And on the villain side, we have Thanos versus Loki, which is, Ooh. out of all of these, I believe, the only one that we've actually ever seen played out in mm-hmm. a movie or, or a cartoon or a comic before, right? Um, yeah. So... I have a pretty good feeling that I know what's going to happen there, but we will have to see because the people the people have been unpredictable, my friend, unpredictable. they have been absolutely ludicrous in some yes. of their their decisions absurd, even
1: absurdities,
0: so you never know what these people are are going to do i'm ju- we're just here we're just here to 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 state the facts you know we're just here to to be the voice of the people,
1: the voice of the voiceless,
0: so why don't we find out what the people? Did in fact say let's figure out who our final contestants shall be well then why don't you start me Little alone yes. me Little all right so me. we have here for the hero side dr strange versus captain marvel now uh dr strange started out uh in a big time matchup against spider-man and uh all of my hopes and dreams were shattered to mm-hmm. pieces when dr strange advanced uh couldn't believe that one still haven't gotten over it Uh, I'm waiting for an apology from uh, those of you who voted against Spider-Man. I uh, assume I'll be waiting for a while. (laughs) Then uh, Doctor Strange also goes on to beat Deadpool, which was another big shocker. Mm. Then, following that, we had Doctor Strange versus Iron Man, another great matchup. And what do you know, Dr. Strange moves on once again. Now, Captain Marvel, she's been through quite a lot herself here. She started out versus Captain America. So, Captain versus Captain. And, of course, she was able to beat Captain America. Then we have Captain Marvel versus the Hulk, which I wasn't surprised, actually, to see Captain Marvel uh, come out on top uh, against the Hulk. I do think she's stronger than the Hulk. Then, following that... We have Captain Marvel versus Wolverine, and what do you know? She wins again. Mm. And so now Doctor Strange versus
1: Captain Marvel. What are your predictions here? My predictions. Um Sorcerer Supreme versus the Super Saiyan of Marvel. Possibly the the strongest entity in the Marvel universe. Mhm. It's always a toss up between her and Scarlet Witch. Different types of abilities. Um, you know, Doctor Strange does not come from a strategic world. Uh, except for, like, mapping brain surgery. He's like the Derek Shepherd from Grey's Anatomy of Marvel. He was a doctor. Hence, doctor. Um, <laughs> she came from a Cree battle strategy. I mean, she was raised to you know, she was an Air Force pilot. She was raised to to be better. She was raised to overcome um sexism and misogyny. I mean, so that comes a long way. She was then, you know, helped along by the Cree, Marvell's blood. Ugh So many things to think about. I think my gut says that Captain Marvel would overcome
0: I would think that too, Doctor Strange, though man, he's surprising us left and right here, uh, he is. but I also realize dr strange he you know he does he's a very powerful sorcerer, obviously, mm-hmm. but he's just a guy he's just mm-hmm. he's just a guy other than that magic, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have any superhuman abilities beyond that. So if Captain Marvel is able and fast enough to restrain him somehow, I feel like she is going to be able to come out on top on this. So I'm going to go, possibly against my better judgment here, and I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. And the people have decided... <gasps> Captain Marvel moves on.
1: Yay! So
0: our ultimate Marvel champion in the, in the tournament is Captain Marvel. Moving on to the final four.
1: Ooh. All right. Well, How about we talk about some of my my hero collision that is happening in D.C.? Oh, my. Now, we have seen these two take along insurmountable odds, especially one of them being a mere man, which was shocking. Even as a Batman fan, I was shocked to see him in the majority make it to the Elite Eight. And I am a Batman fanatic. I'm a Bat mm-hmm. fanatic. It's true. He took on partners like Nightwing. He took on fellow Justice League members like Manhunter and, and Wonder Woman and, and he rose above it all, proving that he is he's Batman. Play the sound effect. I'm Batman. Mm. Exactly. But On the other head of that coin is the Lord of Order himself, Dr. Fate. Possibly one of the most unspoken about DC heroes in the universe. He is not talked about enough. He is one of the strongest entities in the DC universe. Thank God he's part of the heroes. He took on pretty strong odds himself, such as, you know, Shazam. Shazam! to do work. Nope. I pretty much knew that he would beat Cyborg, but I was shocked. The first shock I saw of the bracket was him beating Superman, because I thought, Superman's overrated, everyone loves this Boy Scout, surely everyone will have him beating Dr. Fate. Right, right. But if you listen to our episode on Superman, you know that he is Very vulnerable to mysticism Mm -hmm. and magic, which Dr. Fate excels at. Right, right. And here we are in this final bout amongst DC heroes to see who goes on to the final four. This is
0: a tough spot for Batman to be in. Possibly his toughest. you You talked about the fact that Batman is always a few steps ahead of everybody. He has a contingency plan for pretty much everybody. Doctor Fate, though he's got that whole supernatural uh, mm-hmm. trapping people in like weird time mm-hmm. dimensions and stuff like that, all that. Uh but you know, I feel like Bat. I'm gonna for you, for you. I'm gonna go with Batman on this one. I want to see Batman make it all the way through. I want to see Batman versus Captain Marvel on the finals on the hero side.
1: So I'm going Batman. I mean I, I I couldn't agree more. He is vengeance. He is the knight. I'm Batman. He's Batman. Mm. I have Batman. I'm going with Batman. That is my pick. Will always be my pick. And, and? the majority vote goes to Dr. Fate.
0: <gasps> oh no. Tyler, do you, you
1: have know, any? Um, do you have any final words for Batman? We made it this far, Bruce. Uh, you know, you, you you put forth this immense effort, and you rose above every occasion that we threw at you. And we cannot ask for more than that. Proving that you do not have to have superhuman abilities to make it this far. That hero is more than just a flashy power. Thank you, Batman. Go quietly into that dark night. Mm. Wow. That was a
0: fitting tribute. You made it mm-hmm. through two I believe I can flies. So, am passionate about yeah. my
1: Batman. Yeah.
0: So that means that we have Dr. Fate versus Captain Marvel Ooh. for the finals for the heroes. Ooh. Oh my, oh my. What I don't even know. I don't even know what to think about that. Have to see it to believe it. But until then, we should move on to the villains. On the Marvel side of things, here as I said before, we have Thanos versus Loki, which we did get to see in Avengers: Infinity War. Mm. Did not really work out too great for did Loki. Not last long for Loki. <laughs> uh, on one hand, you have Thanos, the Mad Titan, probably with uh, in most people's minds the Infinity Gauntlet. He's a god here, he's, he's untouchable, he's able to do anything with that gauntlet. And Loki, the god of mischief, he can multiply himself, he can trick you a little mm-hmm. bit, and he's
1: not a bad fighter himself. But
0: up against Thanos, mm. I'm going to go...
1: squished out the light in Loki's eye in that movie. It's true. And it was for real, it was not a trick. No more resurrections for you this time.
0: Uh, I am going to go with Thanos on this one.
1: As much as I enjoy the God of Mischief, my friend, as much as I enjoy not just Hiddleston's Loki, been reading about Loki since before he was cool, uh, I'd love to cheer for him, but even without the Infinity Gauntlet, I still think that the Mad Titan reigns supreme in this fight. He is a titan after all.
0: I think you're probably right. And uh, on that note, the fans have chosen... Thanos moves on. Mm. It is going to be Thanos. He is the ultimate Marvel villain from this list. So congratulations, Thanos. Perfect balance. Mm. Thanos is so interesting because he really is the... When you think about heroes who feel justified in their actions and they feel like they're doing something for the greater good, that's Thanos.
1: Yeah. I mean, in a way, the like He's they, they,
0: they almost make him, especially towards the end, sort of a sympathetic villain in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting.
1: I, right. I found him interesting because he might be the first time in live-action heroes... To where it made you think, you know you have those fans of Thanos out there that are like, you know what, looking at the world now, he wasn't wrong,
2: <laughs> he
1: was still a madman though yeah <laughs> you, know, the
0: way you can't just you can't just wipe out half of all life okay it's not <laughs> acceptable it's not the p c thing to do it's
2: okay
1: not. it's not it's not so in the dark, dingy underbelly of the DC Universe, we have our final bout amongst the DC villains. And it has come down to Doomsday, the ever-evolving champion of villainy against the god of war himself and one of Wonder Woman's best-written villains, I think, Ares. (sighs) Let's see. Tough choices. Very tough choice. Hmm.
0: I really don't have a lot to say on this because not being such a big DC follower myself, you know, I only know a little bit about Doomsday from seeing him, of course, like in uh, the movie, and he was in some of the cartoons and stuff like that. I haven't read any comics with Doomsday uh, that I can recall. Mm-hmm. Ares, again, I just know, like, the mythology, not necessarily the DC side of it, but the Ares yes, mythology. actual mythology. And uh, the Wonder Woman uh, uh, part that uh, he was in, so I really don't have much of a dog in this fight. But if I had to choose, I guess I would go with Ares
1: against Doomsday. Okay, um, you know, I'm kind of along the same lines of as, as you are with. You know, Doomsday did kill Superman in multiple outlets, uh, animated, as well as we saw the death of him in Batman vs. Superman, that Oscar-worthy film (laughs) that uh, DC put out. But, you know, it's really hard to go against a god. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Uh, it's almost unfair that Ares is in this bracket to begin with. Uh, but then again, Doomsday evolves. And would there be a round two? I would still have to go with Ares in this. Just, Just for, you know, he is the god of war. <laughs> So, I mean, it's kind of hard to go against a god. Uh, But, majority has spoken. And Ares is your champion of DC villainy.
0: Wow, so that means Ares versus Thanos, dude. Mm. Holy
1: cow. Oh, man. Wow. That will be a battle. And you know... A battle you don't have to wait for. Because as we promised, this is the finals, people. This is it. There's no next week. No. There's no follow-up Friday. No. You're going to get to hear the end of this bracket in this episode. That's right. Right now. Right meow. (laughs) Holy cats. Right now. (laughs) So we are now in the final four, people. Here we are. After weeks and weeks of fighting, we're in the final four. The final hero on both Marvel and DC side. The final villain on Marvel and DC side. How about you go first, Doc? How about it? So we've got
0: on the Marvel side. I'm pulling for the home team on this one, man. We got Captain Marvel. She is the number one hero from the bracket for Marvel. She has the one of the best, uh, most successful films of the MCU franchise. She's a hero to boys and girls everywhere. She's the Marvel Superman, but she's Mm. not a man.
1: She's Captain Marvel. Mm. She's single-handedly helped Marvel win a lawsuit against Shazam. Oh, really? Yeah. Shazam was Captain Marvel in DC.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right.
1: Yeah. Against Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. We we, we may have said that name more in this show in the past month than most people have read his comics.
0: Than I have ever said in my entire life. <laughs> and will probably. ever say
1: again, probably. Maybe this will make you interested enough to get to know more about Dr. Fate, J.D.
0: I really just know about him from the uh, uh, Injustice... Uh, games and also from his episode in Young Justice. Mm. Uh,
1: so you know that the Helmet of Fate is possessing mostly Zatanna's father, Zatara, is is mostly known Dr. Fate. It also has been Kent Nelson in the past. Um, like you said, he can throw people in different universes, different hiding holes in a different plane of existence. He has toppled the Dark Knight himself recently. And as much as I would like to go with the blue brand, I would have to say that Captain Marvel is winning this bout for me. That
0: makes two of us, my friend. So let's see what the people have said. So now... Finally, competing to be our hero champion in March nerdness, the results are in, people. You don't have to wait anymore. The champion is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. That's right, baby. That's Mm. right. Marvel all the way. Go Marvel.
1: Literally in the name, Marvel is winning that contest.
0: Marvel is unstoppable.
1: This is fine it's fine (laughs) everything's fine (laughs) now you know how it feels (laughs) okay people the final bout of villainy we have on one side the mad titan who brought perfect balance to the universe, universe by completely wiping away the existence of half of it in the recent live-action rendition, we saw him wipe away the names of Spider-Man, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch herself. We, he brought that gut-wrenching moment where Josh grabbed my arm in the theater in sadness when we heard, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. No. And he succeeded in that movie. It's true. But... We did eventually see the mad Titan fall. On the other end, we've got a god, literally a god, Ares, the god of war. And honestly, I I, if you go back to that mythology though, actual mythology, not just DC, the gods overthrew the Titans. Zeus overthrew the Titans. Different kind of titans, but Mm, different kind of titans, but it it counts, I guess. Ooh, this is a tough call. I would, I would still probably say Thanos.
0: I'm gonna go Thanos. I'm pulling for the home team on this one too. I think that, and well, in the in the comic books,
1: weird not voting blue again. I'm. This is twice (laughs) I voted against DC. If if this were the comic
0: books, like comic book Thanos, I feel like, would have a lot of respect for Ares. Mm -hmm. Because he was more ruthless. In the movies, in the MCU, where most people know him, you know, uh, I feel like he would probably try to fight Ares. And I feel like he would be confident that he would come out on top, especially with that gauntlet. So I think that Thanos with the gauntlet would beat Ares in a fight. That's me.
1: But that's just us. What does majority say? Ares. It's Ares. So no. So our... now we're down to the ulti- the ultimate clash on top of the mountain. Captain Marvel versus Ares. Wow. Mm.
0: What? What a fight! What a journey it's been through this bracket. We've seen heartache. We've seen heartbreak. We've seen surprise. We've seen shock and awe. And just utter bullcrap. And that too. <laughs> and here we are, the finals, competing. Marvel
1: versus DC.
0: To be Le Champion de nerd. Captain Marvel versus Ares. Marvel versus DC. You said it, buddy. Hero this, versus villain. This is. Wow. Uh. You know, I'm very biased, and I want to go Captain Marvel. I, I want to pull for Captain Marvel to take it all the way. But I feel like this one would be a, a, a tough one for her to come out on top. I, I feel like Ares might have the advantage. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. what? You know what? I, I'm What do I have to lose, right? I'm going with it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Captain Marvel. I'm going to pull for the home team here in the end. Okay.
1: Well, then. um. Kind of backs me into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> you almost don't have a choice here I, I almost don't, but what I have also seen in this bracket is um, desperation when backed into a corner, desperation shows a, a different side of people, you know, and i i, I <sighs> I can't do it. You know. I have to go with Aries.
0: I think it's only right, man. I th- I mm. think that uh, this is the way it should be. Me pulling for my side, you pulling for yours.
1: This is here. the way.
0: Here at the end of all things, this is the way. And shall we shall we reveal who the champion is? Go ahead. All right. Finally, our champion, the winner of the tournament is. Captain Marvel, baby! Oh, that's right! Goodness. Marvel wins! Get used to it! Suck us! Suck it, misogynists! Yeah, that's right. You should tell your, your guy on Twitter about this, huh? Mm-hmm. Then that'll make him a believer. Because Absolutely. 30 and nerdy and the 30 nerdy listeners said so. That's right. That's and now the bottom line. we have our champion.
1: The champion de nerd of March Nerdness 2020 belongs to Captain Marvel herself. Captain Marvel has been
0: unstoppable in this tournament, man. Let's mm-hmm. just back up for a second and appreciate all the things that Captain Marvel has done here, man. She beat Captain America. She mm. beat the Hulk. She beat Wolverine. She beat Doctor Strange. She beat Doctor Fate. And then, at the very end here, locking up with Ares. What do you know? She beats the god, and she is our champion. And I'm so
1: proud. Le champion, the nerd. Wow. Congratulations, Captain Marvel.
0: What an event this has been, man. This has been a lot of fun. This has Mm. been a great way uh, to enjoy March on the show, and especially for those of us who are into sports and everything, with no sports, no real March Madness, this Mm -hmm. is the next best thing if not even better I think so better. we hope that uh, you guys have had a, a good time following along with this contest as well we're definitely going to have to do something similar to this next
1: year absolutely absolutely we will um thank you all for tuning in week in week out during this exciting time now i know what people think i know that this is a perfect finale, if you will, for a little while that some people would want to take a break, a breather after this exciting tournament that has happened in March, but guess who doesn't take a break or a breather? That would be the boys at 30 and Nerdy. That's right. We are continuing and our next episode is going to air April 1st. One of my favorite holidays. Should be a national holiday. April Fool's Day. Oh boy. And I think... (laughs) There's there's nothing better to talk about for an April Fool's episode than the best tricksters and pranksters of nerddom. And do you know what else is April Fool's Day? Uh, I don't know. The birthday of Fred and George Weasley. Oh, of course. It's and we're going to celebrate it. We're going to celebrate two unsung heroes of the Potterverse. With some of their best moments. And we're also going to talk about some of the best pranksters and tricksters and jokesters. So if you have someone who belongs on that list to celebrate, whether it's Loki, Deadpool, Harley, Joker, um, some of your favorite Weasley moments, let us know. Don't forget about Mysterio. I think he counts as well. Mm Mm-hmm. He does count. He does count as one. But that's next week. That is next week, so send in your questions and your thoughts about next week. If you have thoughts on this, if you think that DC got screwed over, let us know. Because I would probably disagree with you for once, because Captain Marvel belongs as the winner. Wouldn't you agree? I wholeheartedly agree. Congratulations again to Captain Marvel. This has been fun, man. And thank you again to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, We just recently recorded a new Patreon special episode this week in wrestling. Uh, That will be up uh, probably by the time you're listening to this. Yep. So please, if you are not a Patreon supporter and you want to uh, take advantage of that, we're running a special deal right now uh, for the next three months. Only a dollar a month of support, uh, gets you all of the stuff that uh, normal Patreon subscribers are getting. Uh, Times are tough. Um, Your money is needed elsewhere currently. So for just a dollar a month, you are going to get all the special stuff, the bloopers, the the behind-the-scenes stuff, the unaired segments, the This Week in Wrestling, our previous Mandalorian Monday episodes. All those will be available to you for just a dollar a month on Patreon. Patreon. So we hope that you will uh, take advantage of that. And uh, while you're at it, you know, give us a rating. Uh, we are uh, all over the place. We're at podchaser.com. Uh, and when you give us a rating, we hope that you'll give us... Five stars. That's right, five stars. That's the sweet spot. And, uh, you know, man, this has been fun. It
0: always is. It always and, is. Uh, we hope that everybody is staying safe, staying healthy, staying clean, and... Yes. uh You know, don't go too crazy while you're all cooped up at home. Find some fun things (laughs) to do, like play Monopoly with your family, or play some video games, or listen to 30 and Nerdy the whole Mm. time. You know, that'd be great. Start at episode one. (laughs) And (laughs) listen all the way through. start at
1: episode one, and listen to one a day. Hopefully, by the time you get to this episode, we're free. Hopefully. If not, then check out our other friends. Doro Parlay Hour, Three Fat Nerds, Three Hours Later, The Rest of the Pod Nation, and Next Wave Podcast. You know, this is a good time to uh, bunker up, be healthy, stay safe, and listen to podcasts. And read. Good time to read too, J.D. That's true. Well, people, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, J.D., you take her easy. Absolutely. Uh, stay healthy. Kiss that baby girl on the head for me. Give her a hug. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you soon, huh? We will catch you nerds later. And I don't want no buddy cop. I don't want them to start. I don't want no
2: Martha moment. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy podcast with your hosts, Josh Davis and Tyler McDaniel. Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, and Freddy Cat Productions. 30 and Nerdy is a Next Wave podcast and a Bad Cast Company production. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation using the hashtag 30andnerdypod. Find us in the Pod Nation on podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Let us know. Email us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. That's all, folks.